What's up, everybody? If you guys are interested in making a couple extra dollars, Woos Media, the company who puts this podcast on, is currently hiring for digital sales. If you're a motivated individual, you have some extra time to give during the week, and you like setting your own schedule, this may be the job for you. So again, it's Woos Media who's hiring. It's W-O-O-Z-E Media. And this is a commissions-only job. So you only get paid as you bring money in for the company. But again, it's good because if you don't want to work a certain amount, you don't have to. You set your very own hours. If this is something that may interest you, you can contact them by sending an email to admin at woosmedia.com or simply direct message them on Twitter at woosmedia. You can also check them out online, woosmedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E media.com. If you guys are interested in making a couple extra bucks, this may be for you. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, it's finally here. We have another sport to talk about besides soccer. Major League Baseball starts tomorrow with two games. We've got a pick for each. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Baseball season is here. Take me out to the ball game. All right, let's do it. Two games tomorrow night. We will have a pick for each one. Yankees-Nationals the first game. Giants-Dodgers will be the nightcap. So let's start off with the better game, the more interesting game, and the first game tomorrow. 7-0-8 first pitch. That, of course, is Eastern time. Yankees taking on the Nationals. Now, on the mound for the Yankees, we're going to see Garrett Cole. On the mound for Washington will be Max Scherzer, obviously the ace for each team. And the the Yankees did get Garrett Cole in the offseason. So uh, even though the Yankees lost some players, and we'll talk about that coming up, Garrett Cole, a big addition for New York, and he will be out there opening day, opening night, whatever the hell you want to call it. Garrett Cole did, in fact, face Washington twice last year in the World Series. So we have some recent data and some big games to go off of for Garrett Cole against the Washington lineup. In the World Series, Cole was 1-1 one one against them. He lost his first game, which was actually a matchup against Max Scherzer, the same thing we're going to get tomorrow night. And he won the second game by giving up three hits and in seven innings. So needless to say, Garrett Cole knows this lineup, has seen this lineup, and has dealt with them just well. Uh, again, Cole just signed with the Yankees this offseason. The Yankees, however, lost a lot of good players this offseason that we need to talk about. Didi Gregorius, Edwin Encarnacion, Dellen Betances, Austin Romine, or Romine, Romine, uh, Romaine, I love that kind of lettuce, and uh, Cameron Mabin, all five players gone for the New York Yankees. Uh, Washington was able to keep most of their roster together. They did lose Anthony Rendon to the uh, LA Angels, but besides that, much of the roster coming back. This looks like a team who actually seems to be underrated for being the recent World Series champs. To refresh everyone out there, Washington beat Houston in seven games last year. Despite the Astros banging that goddamn trash can, Washington found a way to win. So initially I thought, well, the public may be on Washington in this game, that Let's face it, you know, the public bets on what they've seen recently, but I wasn't seeing any of that reflected in the line, and I haven't seen any of that in the early money coming in. So, even though Washington did win the World Series, and even though they are able to keep most of their roster together, it doesn't seem like they're being given that much respect on this opening day game. Well, that makes sense when you look at the other side, who they're playing, the New York Yankees, one of the most public teams in any sport in America. 
Now, even though the Yankees did lose Didi Gregorius, Encarnacion, Batances, uh, Romain Lettuce, and Cameron Mabin, this is still a good team and a good offense coming back. The only issue is not everyone's going to be playing this first game back. New York will be without Araldis Chapman, Luis Sesa, and DJ LeMahieu all out with COVID concerns. So if you look at the New York team of last year and, and what you're going to see opening night this year, this is a, almost a different team. Now, I understand that it's kind of uh, twofold, right? It's a different team from the, the Yankees we saw last year, but also it's a very different team from the Yankees we're going to see even a couple weeks from now when everyone's back and healthy. So the Yankees will be depleted. And I think that here's what you're going to hear from a lot of the public. Well, Aaron Judge had a lot of home runs this this, this preseason or this uh, spring training. Giancarlo Stanton hitting the ball well. Man, they're going to be hitting bombs, expect a lot of home runs this game. So I think that there may be an overvaluation on the potential scoring from the public in this game, especially from the New York Yankees. Now let's look at Washington. We already said they're able to keep most of their roster together, except for, of course, Anthony Rendon going to the LA Angels. They will also be without Ryan Zimmerman. So I don't think it's going to affect Washington too much defensively, but offensively, definitely a slight knock for the Nationals. So you start adding things up together here, okay? Lots of offense for the Yankees. Uh, well, but they're going to be injured. And even though we're going to see Judge and Stanton, as I said, maybe an overvaluation on the scoring from the Yankees from the public. With Zimmerman out for Washington, with these couple of hitters out for the, the Yankees, including DJ LeMahieu, we're going to have two elite pitchers on the mound, two offenses who are slightly depleted. And Washington, keep in mind, this is a slow starting team. And one thing I've seen in these couple sports that have come back so far is that slow starting teams who have a propensity for doing so tend to start slow again. Now, I'm not going to completely bet on make that my main handicap here, but it is one little thing that, that we can't ignore. Washington typically is slow out of the gates offensively. Okay, So you add all that up. The grid pitchers, the offenses who may may be uh, a little bit depleted, and I think who may be playing it tight, right? I believe that in, in spring training, you saw the offenses kind of open up, right? Hitters were comfortable. There were some home runs, so on and so forth. Once things actually, actually get going, I think the scoring is going to come way down. I think that these games are going to be a lot tighter. I think these players are going to be a little maybe nervous the first game. They're, they're playing in, the, in, in these you know bubbles, they're, they're, it's, it's a different situation. These games have so much more meaning because there's only 60 games in the season, not the 160 they're used to. So, you know, every 10 games, you're playing one-sixth of the season. These baseball games are going to have so much more meaning on a game-by-game -game basis. So if you add all that up, I think there's a little bit of value under 7.5 at minus 105 this game. Again, the offenses are banged up, or, you know, just I would say depleted, not necessarily banged up, uh, but depleted. Two great pitchers on the mound. Some of the best bullpens. The Yankees have the number one bullpen in, in, in baseball, according to my rankings. And Washington is a top 10 bullpen. So everything together, we're going to go under 7.5, minus 105. So the juice right now is towards the over. We are taking under 7.5 runs, minus 105, Yankees Nationals. All right, let's move on to the night game. Well, the later, later game tomorrow night, Giants and Dodgers. Uh, obviously... A lot lower of uh, kind of you know, star power in this game. And L.A., to me, seems like the, the clearly better team. The Giants begin the Gabe Kapler era. It should be fun to watch. And uh, the Giants just aren't very interesting. They're an older roster, not a lot of promising young talent. And keep in mind, Buster Posey also out. 
not that much to be excited about with the Giants. L.A., on the other hand, are the favorites to win the World Series. They have a stacked roster, great pitching, a deep bullpen, and they're very, very motivated. These two teams are clearly going in different directions. On the mound for San Francisco, we get Johnny Cueto, who... Look, while Johnny Cueto used to be a big name, who a lot of people did make money on when he threw for Pittsburgh, he has faded lately in his career. I mean, last year he was 1-2 with a 5.06 ERA. He is 7-9 in his career against the LA Dodgers. So I think that Johnny Cueto, if you, if you took him a couple years ago playing interdivision games with the Pittsburgh Pirates, he was very profitable. But if you really look at his body of work outside of those couple years where he was elite, he's an average pitcher. And last year, he was below average. On the mound for the LA Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw. Last year, he was 16-5 and with a 3.03 ERA. Do we really need to go that in-depth with Clayton Kershaw? You guys know a lot about this guy. So, San Francisco, uh, as I said, Buster Posey, he's going to be out. Also, uh, Hunter Pence, questionable. Evan Longoria, questionable. Austin Barnes, day-to-day. Max Muncy, day-to-day. This team is depleted for as uninteresting as they are to begin with. I want to be careful here, too. Because my initial reaction for every game is to go against the grain. You guys know this, right? I love fading the public. There's nothing I love more than when I have a game that I love and I get on Twitter and everybody on Twitter is on the other side. That makes me feel great. Well, you can imagine that my, my first reaction here was, oh, fuck, everyone's going to be on the Dodgers. We're not going to play the Dodgers here, are we? But it looks like that's what we're going to end up doing. I mean, the Giants are just in a dreadful spot, so we're going to find a way to spend our money uh, smartly here. And I said the, the Giants are in a bad spot. They were terrible against left-handed pitchers last year. Also, they were third last in giving up first five-inning runs. So I don't see any reason that the Giants are going to come out, you know, with any with any sense of motivation and with any talent on the field, to be honest. And I just think LA's in a really good spot here. Plus, like we said in the first game, in the first handicap, there's only 60 games this season. The Dodgers understand their margin of error is not that wide, especially for the favorites to win the World Series, a loaded team who has a real shot to come out and put some runs on the board early. I like LA in this spot. I think they're going to hit Cueto, knock him out of the game early. I believe that uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw is going to have a great first game. And I think the Dodgers take care of business. And and actually, uh, we're going to go run line here. So we're going to go LA on the run line, minus one one and a half, excuse me, minus one and a half at minus 115. So uh, LA, I just think it's too expensive to take the money line. And in, in a game like this, I think the propensity for LA to extend the scoring and to put some runs on the board is very good. And I think that the the juice for minus one and a half should be a lot higher right now. I think it closes probably around minus 140, minus 150. As we're doing this, giving it out, it is currently minus 115 market consensus. So we are going to go LA Dodgers minus one and a half, minus 115 for that game. And again, in the uh, first game of the night, under seven and a half is our pick for the Yankees and the Nationals. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, everyone, both today and tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player.